Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we have a real treat for you. I am so much looking forward to this. It's something we've been brainstorming for a while, and we're like, oh, let's just try this. We have an incredible segment of somebody who is this rare combination of of, of, of brilliant mm-hmm. and kind and smart and, and humble. Yes. And that's a hard thing to find. It is a uh, very hard you can, thing You can find, find one of them, but then the humble, you know, mixed in with yep. it is kind of, a, kind of a tricky thing to find. Uh, former producer, uh, major major networks, former employee of, of Fox, a former guest of the Flyover Conservative Podcast, and we will put a link to that show in the notes down below. But uh, with no further ado, Brianna Morello. Yay! Thank you. So proud to be here with you guys. Thank you. I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be good. Uh, we are too. We're so much looking forward to this. You are also the producer uh, with Emerald Robinson on the Absolute Truth. So that's yeah. happening right now. And how is that going? By the way, you guys have been doing it now. What is this? Your second month? Third month? We're about we're about three months in right now. It's yeah, been really great. Honestly, we keep breaking news stories that, and this is why I love this. So as you mentioned earlier, I I come from Fox. There were stories that you can't really cover on on Fox Mm -hmm. that we cover with Emerald. And so we have an abundance of sources reaching out to us every single day, uh, looking to give us information on voter fraud, uh, Georgia especially, uh, FBI Mm -hmm. corruption. Uh, It's it's been incredible. So we've been able to cover everything that no one else wants to cover because they're afraid. Uh, And it's just really been a great start so far. And you all are doing a great job. We've really enjoyed watching you for sure. I, mean, I can give you, you, a, you I can give you a breaking Thank news you. story right now here at the top of it. You're free to run with it if you want, or you can share it with Emerald. Um, we had a, a staff meeting here with with the whole team here. Flyover Conservatives made a list of all previous presidents and and uh, and administrations, and we came up with the current one is the worst ever. Yes, and you can <laughs> quote us on that. This is the, the worst administration in U.S. history. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I don't doubt you at all. I think it's a horrible <laughs> administration right now. Uh, I just saw the president's in L.A. right now, and I guess he's trying to talk about shortages of some sort. So uh, uh, it's just awful. Every time you see him speak, it's just it's just always cring- cringeworthy. I mean, after every sh- mass shooting, too, and he, he gets up on stage and talks, yeah. you, just, I know. you know it's not going to go to a good place. No. Yeah, yeah. Every, sing, every exactly single thing right. is done for personal gain, political gain, and uh, uh, we're going to get into to your your Twitter feed here in a moment because you have made Twitter interesting for the first time since uh, President Trump was kicked off of the platform. <laughs> they, they 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 ruined it. They ruined it for conservatives. They turned Twitter into a little bit of a place where like you have you have a a, a group of like eight or ten single guys go to a bar that doesn't allow women. You know, it's like, yeah, you're like, why are why, we here? Why are we even here anymore? This is stupid. Let's leave. Let's let's go somewhere else. Because when when he left, it, the the conversation got very inbred, not very interesting, and it's kind of coming back to life. Just the conversation of Elon, even though he doesn't have control of it now, but it kind of got the Charlie Kirks back in the room, and Dinesh is doing some stuff. But of everyone, you are the most insightful of sorting through everything going on in the world, picking out what's relevant, putting it in your Twitter feed, but you're also light and snarky and fun and insightful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. So every time I tweet something out, I always go, is this going to embarrass my mom? <laughs> <laughs> that's and a good that's filter to put things through. That's really good. I <laughs> like a, that. It's a, it's a good filter. <laughs> my, my mom does follow me and she's always, 
uh, you know, Brianna, did you have to say it like that? <laughs> but no, she's a, she's a big, she's a big fan and she loves it. And so I'm glad other people enjoy it. I enjoy tweeting too. I enjoy getting under people's skin. Uh, uh, it works. It, it, it's, it's a great platform to kind of, you know, blast your thoughts out there, but also kind mm-hmm. of change the narrative a little bit. Cause you know, a lot of people just have a one, uh, single-minded narrative. Yeah. And so Twitter allows you to kind of steer the discussion in a different direction, which I like. Well, so you, true. You, you got the background in, in news with Fox and Emerald and all the stuff that, that you're doing. And I'd also like it. Um, you know, there's a lot of Twitter feeds out there. You can tell somebody's managing it for them or they do it like, mm-hmm. this is you. And you're down in the comments responding and reacting and conversing, you know, in, in that feed. So, you know, just for Flyover family, uh, you know, unless you're like, you know, completely just you know out on on twitter if you if you have an account mm-hmm. you got to follow at brianna morello and uh uh get in the mix and we're going to show you why over the next little bit because you know we kind of went alex jones on this year we printed off we did uh, <laughs> a bunch of them <laughs> in, in here we're like oh uh, today on the cycle after the commercial we're going to cover this right now uh that's probably terrible alex jones that's impersonation good. i that's, love it that's Not all right at all. that's all right but you see him somewhere you may have punched me all right <laughs> You know, people give Alex a hard time, but it's like, man, the longer time goes on, it's like, I think he was pretty much right. I think he was right. <laughs> you know, it's like, he gets less crazy yeah. by the minute, man. Yeah, I can't remember what he said. I, there was oh. another one, like a, a, a video from him back in 2007, oh. I think it was. And like, Alex is right about everything. And I'm like, yeah. this guy really is right about everything. Yes. Well, he, he was really a, a pioneer. He was the first one to get scorched off of everything all mm-hmm. at once. You know, I mean, I remember where I was standing. I was actually in my backyard and I was looking at this lake where we live. And, and I was listening to a podcast and they were going through all the platforms at one time, got together and like, whew. I'm like, that doesn't seem very organic. No. You know, based no. on offenses. That just seems, that seems more like a, a, a more like a, Who's the, 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 the Roman guy they all stabbed, you know? Caesar. Yeah, Caesar. yeah, yeah. It seems like one of those kind yeah. of things. <laughs> They're taking him down. So so yeah. you you've brought this back. We're gonna go we're gonna go Alex Jones style with some some prints. That's we right. Start with that. But I want this to be like a director's cut. You know, you watch your favorite movie over and over and you're like, Man, what were they thinking when they did this scene and all this? And you watch like the director's cut of like uh Dirty Dancing or My Pretty favorite. Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. you yep. know, one of these things. It's mm-hmm. like she knows every piece of trivia on those. So so we're gonna we're gonna go through this and, and get your reaction to your own tweet, starting with the top. You cannot convince me this isn't Barack Obama's third term. Biden is doing everything Obama wanted to do, but never wanted the low polling numbers. Man, that is true. I mean, so this 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 tweet, I can't take all the credit for. I'll, I won't tell you who, but back in the day when I was working over at Fox, I was listening to a little conversation happening with a U.S. senator, and it was just when Biden got into the White House, and he said pretty much... Uh, you know, this is Barack Obama's third term. And it's very mm-hmm. obvious to everyone that yeah. this is his third term. So I was like, oh, that sounds like a little extreme. And then you waited a little bit longer, like this is definitely a third term for Barack Obama. Yep. He's doing everything that he ever wanted to do himself, but mm-hmm. he didn't want the low polling numbers. Uh, and as you see for, for Joe, it's been ab- absolutely devastating. Uh, mm-hmm. He just, every time, I mean, we were just discussing it. Every time we see Joe get up there and start talking, uh, you just cringe. You do. you know that they're going to be watching in China and Russia. Yeah. And they're yeah. laughing at us. Everyone's laughing at us. And, and it's it's awful feeling to, mm-hmm. to, to have in your gut knowing that, you know, I grew up super prideful in my country. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. the current yeah. administration has me feeling super, super down. So well, the, the rest oh, of the world is true. looking at America the way that we looked at Whitney Houston when she was shacking up with Bobby Brown. Yeah. You know, it's like, you were this great thing. What yeah, happened? Now you're walking around mumbling. What happened to you, Whitney? You know, yeah. that, that's, we're the Whitney Houston of the world now. 
for yeah. some reason. Man, yeah. it's true. You know, and that's and there, he was like even letting us know he's foreshadowing it. You know, in interviews prior to that, man, if I could just be in my basement with a headpiece, you know, like all of these different things that he was right. saying prior to that actually happening. And then you see him in the White House, and he completely ignores. Oh, that was sad. You know, it, Biden. It was really sad. Did you see that? Well, you know, he was grabbing his yeah. his shoulder and completely yeah. ignoring him. Yeah, he looked completely lost. If you look in his eyes, every time I look at him, he looks completely lost. Yes. I actually believe he was just on Jimmy Kimmel the other day, and, and I was just discussing this with Emerald. We're pretty sure he has, like, fillers now in his face. Uh, he's yeah. had some type of work done to his face because he definitely looks tighter in his face a little bit, but more so in the cheekbones a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. So there, there's definitely something there. Uh, it's deeply concerning, but I think it's more concerning on how both sides aren't calling it out. I mean, do we yep. really want a commander-in-chief who is not mentally there? Uh To me, this is really, really dangerous times, Mm -hmm. things that we've never actually seen before. So I'm deeply concerned. I would Uh, would challenge any any liberal that's behind him and support him and he's the greatest. Would you hire him to do your job? And I don't care what your job is. You run a hair salon. You're a manager at Target. You're a teacher. You you, you work for an airline. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are in America. Mm -hmm. Could Joe Biden do your job for the next year? And if he can't do no, your job, no. why should he get the why, best job in the exactly? world? Exactly. Why is he the president of the United States? Selected, not elected. Yep. Moving on. Stacey? Yep. I totally agree. All right. Next one. Okay. Liberal, socialist, and progressive are all code words for communist. Man. Now this one. This one got me in a little trouble with my friend who is a reporter over at the New York Times. Now, he's not a political reporter, of course, but he is very liberal. And I do go back and forth with him and crack a little bit of jokes. But I don't think he liked the fact that I called him a communist. <laughs> yeah, I bet that didn't go over well. well what was your defense of that position? Um, well, I just wrote the laughing emoji face, and that was the end of that. Because <laughs> oh. I'm taking it back. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Love you, Phil. But, I mean, listen, every single, you know, these liberals, they get on stage, AOC, Ilhan Omar, and they preach, and they talk about reimagining, you know, a new world mm-hmm. and all their ideas are just recycled communist ide- ideology yeah. and yep. they're not original. They've failed in other countries. So mm-hmm. it's either that they're just flat out ignorant or they want to destroy our country. I haven't yet figured it out. Uh, I'm a little bit hopeful that there are mm-hmm. more ignorant than rather, you know, wanting to destroy sure. this country. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's deeply concerning and I'm so tired of everyone buttering it up for, for the rest of, you know, uh, the audience, the rest mm-hmm. of America. I mean, when we constantly say progressive, progressive is actually the complete opposite of what they are. Uh, if we were being truthful to what their beliefs were, we'd be calling them progressive. Right. That's what they are. Um, so it's concerning that people continue to use that those terms. Uh, I hate to use them. I know, you know, I'm a producer for Emma Robinson, and whenever I'm script writing for her, uh, I will never put the word progressive. It will be regressive in her script if I have to write something <laughs> up like that. Because it's like, we got to stop using their yeah. language. And it's people true. don't realize that when you use their language, you're pushing their ideology. Yep. And you're making it sound like it's better than what it actually is. Oh, so, like, yeah, like their favorite communist. their favorite word, reimagine. Yeah. They love yeah. that word, reimagine. Isn't it strange? Yeah. And it <laughs> sounds so helpful. No. And it doesn't work anywhere else. Like if she's getting on me like, hey, why don't you pick up your stuff off the floor? I'm like, hey, I'm reimagining our floor. <laughs> With, 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 with all of my junk laying on you know. Exactly. No, no. I'm going to reimagine you get a butt whooping if you'll pick your pants exactly. up and put Go this stuff away. Yeah. Like it, doesn't, it doesn't work anywhere else. That would never work in marriage. No. It would never work in, hey, you're late for work. I'm reimagining my start time. No. Yeah. No. You, you, yeah. You, you, if, you're gonna if you're re- a conservative, you cannot use that word. It has now been taken out of your vocabulary. You cannot use that yeah. word. The, the left took word. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like Barack Obama when he's running for office. His, he ran on hope. Mm-hmm. Hope. And, and nothing ever came of it, of course, no. in his eight years in office, but he had hope. 
Yes. Well, <laughs> and it's a good thing because it means something to everybody. It's like, I want hope. You want yeah, hope? Yeah, I want hope. You know, yeah. and that's yeah. the problem with the whole reimagining. You know, we, we joked a lot if, if and you watch a house decorating show or a flipping show or something like that, or say you got a couple that's living in a house for a long time and, and they're like, hey, I'm, I want to reimagine our home, you know, being totally redone. Well, she may be thinking like, you know, paint and carpet. I'm thinking, no, I want to tear it down and build a, a mod, you know, something different. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, we were both. Reimagining something, <laughs> something but way different. But you know, you might not get that for a while. Yeah. You're like, yes, let's reimagine the way this house is going to look. And it's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You want to burn it down? Mm-hmm. You're sick. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's true. Yeah, we're we gonna live in the yeah. yard. It'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be live. We'll, we'll camp out while they're building it. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna reimagine this awesome. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night, thinking what are you gonna do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold. You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. <laughs> Director's cut with at Brianna Morello. At, if you're listening on Apple or somewhere else, you cannot see these beautiful tweets, but you can hear them or you can go to at B-R-E-A-N-N-A-M-O. O-R-E-L-L-O. There's a lot of double letters. There are a lot, a lot of double, double letters. She's come in a place of abundance and prosperity. That's right. I got more than enough letters to go around. She can use two whenever the heck she feels like it. Okay. All right. I'll read Thank the next you. one. Thank you. If you are looking for hope, look no further than the successful recall of San Francisco DA yes. Chesa Budin. 61% of voters voted to oust him. Take that, George Soros. And that Love last it. sentence really summed up the whole thing. Give us the director's cut. Yeah. Yeah, so this one, I mean, it was really I okay, I was shocked when I saw that 61% of voters yeah. wanted him out. Mm-hmm. That's that's big for San Francisco San Francisco. It is. I've never, you know, visited or anything. That's mm-hmm. a really big number. So uh it, it brings me hope that even in the most um swampiest of liberal cesspools, that we could all one day be on the same page and uh be pro law enforcement. Uh but mm-hmm. you know, today on, on Emerald Show, we actually had a woman named uh Madeline Graham. Her, uh, her son is a, well, unfortunately, he was murdered. Mm. He was murdered in New York City. It was all caught on video, unfortunately. Uh, he was fatally stabbed by a group of four people. Oh. Uh, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office in New York City uh, went behind her back and offered one of the suspects a plea deal where, she dropped, where they dropped the murder charge. And the suspect is on video holding her son's arm back. She, uh, she ended up tripping him when he tried to run away. He was stabbed multiple times. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office went behind her back, did not tell her they were doing this, and they dropped the murder charges and the gang assault charges. So this Ugh. woman walked, walked. She had one year served already in jail. They walked her. Uh, she pleaded guilty to an assault charge from a separate crime. Uh, it was absolutely horrible. That was a great, uh, great pull-up right there. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It's horrible. Uh, her message is that we have to do, we have to be done with the reimagining. That's her big mm-hmm. thing. Done with yep. it. Yep. Uh, and, and these, these liberal progressive, <sighs> as she referred to it, not me, mm-hmm. uh, DA need to all be ousted. Uh, mm-hmm. it's horrible what they do to people. They do not care about the victims. They are criminal advocates dressed up as district attorneys and it needs to be stopped. 
Uh, unfortunately for her family, uh, she's fighting for justice. Uh, she also received word that the other suspect as well will not be charged with murder as well. Um, it's just, it's, a, it's an awful situation, but the issue in San Francisco is giving me hope. People are finally starting to come to their senses. Uh, this reimagining the criminal justice system yep. is it, yep. not working. Nope. It's not working. That's exactly right. It is. And, totally and, and that is hopefully, I know there was, was it two or three uh, members of their uh, school board mm-hmm. were ousted yeah. in, on, a, on, a, on a recount of this mm-hmm. last year. Um, With 200 school boards overturned. You know, that nationally. is like really exciting. But that's a litmus yeah. test. When you see him yeah, in San Fran, in San Francisco, getting to like you're too mm-hmm. left for San Fran on the school board. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. What could you possibly yeah. be saying that's too far left there? That, I mean, that means there's this there's this section of Democrats that are looking around thinking, you know, I don't I don't think Kennedy could possibly be no. Kennedy would be Ron DeSantis today, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's like it's drifted so far. And yeah. I think those people are kind of waking mm-hmm. up. I think a lot of liberals still hold on to free speech. They just kind of don't want to let go of some of these other things. But some of the core foundational things, they're like, hey, we we need these things to stay here. We don't want to burn the whole house down. We just need some paint yep. carpet. It's All very right. true. You're up. All right. Next one. All right. Uh, this came it. out on 6-8, and it was a left-wing extremist showed up to Brett Kavanaugh's neighborhood to murder him today. Where's Joe Biden? Where's the Republican leadership? That is a great question. Yeah. Yeah, and it's sad because, you know, Republicans really haven't been— now, let's I, I usually don't like to push these things out there, you know, like and use them to push your political agenda. Mm-hmm. But if it was reverse and this were happening to a oh. liberal yep. justice, that's right. It would be everywhere. It'd be blasted mm-hmm. everywhere. This is a problem with Republicans. They never know how to market, how to, to push their messaging along. Um, I mean, literally. And, and people said he had, when I tried to say that he was being uh, that Brett Kavanaugh almost was murdered. People say, oh, that's extreme. That's extreme. No, it's not. This guy mm. showed up with a loaded gun, other weapons, and was going to kill him. Right. And that's an issue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we played back on the show, too, a soundbite of Chuck Schumer yeah. uh, when he was when, when Brett Kavanaugh was, was getting mm-hmm. into the Supreme Court and inciting the crowd and pretty much threatening Kavanaugh. Now, why aren't we holding him accountable? Because if, if we were, we'd be telling him that he needs to be ousted as well, because that's what they they said that Donald Trump incited the January Sixers. Well, I mean, this is this is even worse. I mean, I don't I don't recall any any J six defendant showing up with a loaded gun. Nope. Right. Exactly. Nope. So to me, this is a lot worse. Except mm-hmm. it's not getting any attention. It was kind of you kind of got a little bit of headlines from this story, but unfortunately, it, it went nowhere. And yeah. uh, I blame the Republican Party for that. There's a lot. I totally agree. There's a lot closer line to draw between Schumer and the Kavanaugh assassin than President Trump or Peter Navarro. Uh, you know, yeah, and anybody and, and anybody that showed up in D.C. Uh, totally in, agree. In January, all right. Such a disgrace. Yeah, it is. All right. Again, if you're listening, we're we're on here on 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 uh, doing the director's cut of the Twitter feed. Uh, get get the producer's eyeballs. If you want to be able to look at the world, look at the news through the lens of a news producer. What's relevant, what's mm-hmm. not, with a snarky twist in there to be able to understand what's really going on behind yeah. the news headlines you're hearing on mainstream media. Mm-hmm. This is the source at Brianna Morello on Twitter. Ready for the next one? This is a retweet, but it's it's it's, it's worthy of it. Ready? Yeah. Uh, it's from from uh, uh, what was his title? Richard Grinnell. He's the he ambassador to, to Germany for Germany? a while under mm-hmm. under yeah. under under Trump. Okay. Uh, the people uh, that Liz Cheney is conspiring with called her dad a war criminal and wanted to prosecute him for war crimes. Republicans stopped them. It's clear, though, that Liz Cheney lived in, has lived in Washington, D.C. for so long that her loyalty 
is now to the swamp. Yeah. The swamp water is what runs through her veins. Mm-hmm. That is her genetic bloodline. I added that last part so myself. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So watching the clips of Liz Cheney from last night, uh, absolutely disgusting. Then previously mm-hmm. on Sunday, she had that interview, I believe it was with CBS, um, where she drummed it up. I mean, she is drumming up the left's narrative on this entire situation. And I, I don't really understand why. Uh, these are not her friends, as Rick Rennell clearly uh, states right there. These are not her allies. These are people mm-hmm. who, who turn her, their backs on her and her family in an instant. And all of a sudden now, she's butting it up with them. January 6th, everyone says it. They condemn it. Uh, but they're making it seem like it was a lot worse than what it really was. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem saying that. I know a lot of politicians don't like saying that because it makes it sound like we don't take it seriously. We do, right? Those events shouldn't have unfolded, but we need to understand why that all happened. Yep. And once we start un- unwrapping that one, uh, mm-hmm. we're in a lot of trouble because then you'd realize that the FBI did have its part in it as well. But um, Liz Cheney doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to find out how this came about. She just wants to blame Donald Trump because Donald Trump yep. hurt her feelings, hurt her family's feelings, and now she has to throw herself out there and go after him for revenge every single day. And does it help our country? Absolutely not. But it helps her personal agenda and her family's agenda, and that's why she continues to do it. I think she's an absolute disgrace, and I really hope they yep. reject her uh, in November. I totally agree. Um, I forget the candidate. Is it May to M-A-E-T, I forget the, the candidates running against her, but it's like like pulling it like 68%, I think, in, in Wyoming. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and, well, that's, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, good. They're saying it's going to be a wash, so mm-hmm. you know we'll see. I, it, it, what's, what's funny is she's brought more shame on her family's name than, than anything that could have possibly come from President Trump or from anyone that's else. That's so true. I mean, her, her legacy now will, will, will be garbage I mean, mm-hmm. in the history books yeah. forever, period. Yeah, totally. Well, I guess agree. maybe she wants to become an, like an MSNBC or a CNN commentator, so she's just lining up for that gig. Uh, we see that often with people yep. who, are, who work for the Trump administration, and they stab him in the back, and then they go on all these oh, book mm-hmm. tours and stuff. They're just yep. lining themselves up for a side gig. Yeah, and what, what, so you, what you call that is putting a nice condiment on top of a piece of garbage. Yeah. It, it, it does not It does not make it any less garbage. No, that's exactly yeah. right. Okay, yeah. now you guys did a great segment um, uh, with Joseph McBride, mm-hmm. Esquire. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he, uh, you guys can you, you yeah. go, go to, uh, it's on your Twitter feed. There's a link to it, but go to the Emerald Robin show, the absolute, the absolute truth, truth on Frank speech, on Frank speech and watch that entire segment. He, he's, he's a brilliant guy and captured this, but you, you retweeted one of his tweets. Mm-hmm. So you have, I hate to brag, uh, but in 2004, I was awarded the number one dad That's trophy. Right. Now there's a lot of dads in the world. I do take pride that I did my best, but. I don't know if it's really the number one, but that's what the Academy uh, chose. That's I was, exactly I was, right. I was presented with. But, you know, if your dad may not be the number one, but he's the number two dad <laughs> in, the, in the world, his big day is coming up. And we want to make a little reminder here, Fly for Conservatives, take care of dad. Take care of dad. Even if he's just like an okay dad, just like, a, oh, my gosh, I guess he's trying. All right? You know, even if you're just so reconciling your relationship with the guy, you know, it's like, hey, dad day, dad day coming up. And you're wondering, like, why is dad always so grumpy? Maybe his feet are uncoupled. Maybe he needs some slippers. That is exactly right. You can go to MyPillow.com forward slash flyover and get the slippers right now for $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash flyover. They're on special. Take care. If dad's feet are happy, maybe he'll be a little happier and a little better dad. Possibly number one. Yes.
January 6th was a Fed surrection. The J6 committee has gaslit the American public. The God-given rights enshrined in the Constitution are absolute. Americans should publicly and harshly criticize the government. Emerald Robinson is a patriot. Brandon is America's first dictator. Woo! Drop the mic. I mean, that was like a whole bunch of them just going off back to back to back. I mean, he's great. Yeah. He came in, he came in swinging for his first, uh, his first appearance on the absolute truth where he calls Liz Cheney a, a babbling idiot or something of that nature. I mean, he really, he, he knows how to, he knows how to use Twitter. I'll tell you that. Like. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're like, you're like game recognizes game. <laughs> well, Fed's Fed Rection, yeah. is now permanently part of that my That is part vocabulary of the vocabulary. And, uh, you know, we got rid of reimagine and we just put in fed direction. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. We I know, like it. we know that's a part. All right. Last one. We kind of covered the gamut. This is the big crescendo. This is the thing we love about your Twitter feed is you bring it because it, it's such a ridiculous time I that we're know. living in. Yeah. And so you, you, you know, you got to go there. So here we go. Um, the Washington Times have put out a latest supply chain issue uh, features month long nationwide shortage of tampons. And so they're concerned about this. The Washington Times is like one to get people worried about that and create a, a, a toilet paper run, you know, mm-hmm. on tampons. You're like, hey, maybe there's a problem. Maybe they, they need twice as many um, because of, of their new policies. Tampon shortage. Have you tried checking the men's bathroom? <laughs> that is such a great line. That is so true. If you double the bathrooms are needed in. Yeah, well, if you're living in California or New York, you definitely should check the men's room if you need a tampon over there. I mean, it's just we live in absolutely ridiculous times. Uh, uh, the fact that, like, in certain schools where you have to, you have to put these things in men's bathrooms is just so crazy. And this is the party of science, as we all mention all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, they haven't mastered biology yet. Uh, <laughs> True, it's, they it's, can't define a woman. It's, yes. It's, it's not that confusing. I no. mean, there's there's... Most children can tell you what the difference yes. between a man and a woman are. Of course. Exactly. And every time we give them an inch, okay, okay. You know, it, it all started with the legalizing of gay marriage, and mm-hmm. however you felt on that, that's that's personal. But uh, other countries are looking at us and saying, "This is why we won't legalize gay marriage." Because look at the United States; they did it, and look at this now. Now they have men dressed as women; they're parading around yeah. half naked in front of children, um, and, and now they're putting tampons in men's bathrooms. I mean, we look crazy, and if you deny it, and if you if you don't want to comply with it, they say they call you nasty things. You're a bigot. You're you're homophobic. You're always terms. True. I have a lot of friends who are gay, and they are embarrassed with the way that this this whole sure. movement mm-hmm. has turned because you just want to love who you want to love, and that's their perspective on this. But now you've got all these people who who uh, I believe, and this is my personal belief, so you don't have to agree with it or not, but I believe that they do suffer from some type of mental illness. Yes. Uh, because agreed. there's no reason for this. This never was a thing a couple of decades ago, and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're making it a thing. So uh, I, I feel bad for those who who are just want to try to be gay and just mm-hmm. want to live their lives, because unfortunately you're getting this side circus that's jumping in, and they want to take over the show, and it's just so bizarre. So uh, we live in strange times. We, we do. We really do. Well, that's Man. why sometimes you got to use a little bit of humor with it just to yeah. like poke, poke a hole in the balloon of ridiculousness, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because it is just absurd. That is exactly right. I was just, when you were talking, it just made me think of, have you seen the Matt Walsh documentary that just came out? Yes. Yes. I've seen it's, snippets. I have not seen the entirety. It's really well uh, it's done. So well done. It's yeah. well done because he yeah. stays very calm and asks very rational questions to very mm-hmm. ir- irrational people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that are supposed to be the top of their fields of science and, and uh, education and the medical field. And um, he, he just gives them an opportunity to share 
And I don't think they realize themselves how ridiculous some of the yeah. things that they say and how harmful what they're doing is to young children and then uh, making it an indoctrination process in our school system. And, so. I, and I think, too, the thing that seemed to just really get them to go off was any time that he would ask for, I'm just looking for the truth. What is what is the truth? And they say, well, what is your truth? And he's like, yeah. no, what is the truth? Period. Yeah, Not I, my he, truth. Said, I don't have a truth. Exactly. There's, just, there's just truth. There's just truth. What is the truth? And I, we, you know? we are on an episode recently, we, we read an entire book in one episode, which didn't take as long as you think, but it's his, <laughs> have you seen his children's book? This is his new children's book. Uh, Johnny the Walrus. And it kind of goes through Johnny the Walrus. Well, you know, the little boy wanted to be a walrus and his mom was progressive and wanted to play along with it and said, okay, well, we need to turn you into a walrus then if you think you're a walrus. And so they kind of take him to the zoo and have a, have a nice day. But he's the number one selling uh, children's book author uh, yeah. in, in America right now, which is kind of amazing for a book that I don't think you can even uh, buy on a lot of sources. Probably so. not. That's anyway, true. Uh, extra plug yeah. here, Matt Walsh, Johnny the Walrus. It's a, it's a, it's a children's <laughs> book that I think uh, every home should should probably have a copy of. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's so crazy. I was actually with Emerald Robinson. We went to go to our nail salon. This was a couple of weeks back when I was visiting her. And uh, we go to a nail salon and we're getting our nails done. And all of a sudden, this mother comes in with her son and she keeps pushing her son to get her his nails done. And she's like, what color do you want? Do you like this color? Do you? And he's like, blue. And then she's like, okay, do you want to add some sparkles to it? Oh, wow. And she just keeps pushing and pushing her son to add sparkles and add this to his. And then so he does his nails and he's like, yeah, I like it. But he's obviously just saying he likes the color because he's a young boy, probably four or five years old. Wow. He likes the color on his nails because what child doesn't like bright colors? Like sure. Blue? And then she goes, well, what about your toenails? You want me to get your toenails too? Get your toenails done. Wow. And so it's just like, yeah. And so she's forcing him to add sparkles. And I look over to Emerald and you can see in Emerald's face, cause she's got children too. Yeah. She's becoming enraged. I'm becoming enraged. And this woman is pushing it and she's looking around the nail salon, saying it loudly so everyone could hear her. I mean, it was like, she wanted everyone to know that mm-hmm. she was inclusive, but it was, it was pushing the wrong thing on her. Right. Son it definitely appeared that he didn't want it. Right. And then she goes on to saying, uh, Oh, your dad is going to be so happy when he sees us, isn't he? He's going to be so happy. Oh, and the son wow. is like, yeah. But it was just so forced. And, mm-hmm. and that's what's most concerning about all of mm-hmm. this is these these white liberal mothers who are pushing this on their children. Because that's mainly who it is. Yep. Yeah. They're pushing this onto their children. And and they don't, they're not concerned with long-term consequences. And unfortunately mm-hmm. for this young man... It's going to be, he's going to become very confused. Um, you know, it's one thing that if, you're, if your child is naturally picking these things, but when you're forcing it onto them, that's when it becomes an issue. And unfortunately, you know, there's going to be a lot of issues down the line. Yes. And then one more quick point, if you remember 60 Minutes did a piece about transitioning, and it was a great piece that 60 Minutes did on it because it covered both sides. It covered people who were getting them done and it covered people who had them done. And um, unfortunately, there was a, there was a uh, I think she was, yeah, she was, a, she was born a girl, transitioned into a boy. And she's speaking about how, um, how they, uh, without really questioning her or get, doing any type of mental health uh, background check on her, they removed her breasts. Mm-hmm. And they did yeah. so at a very young age. She was a teenager. And as she got older, she realized that she didn't want to be a boy. Oh, and no. she had the permanent scarring and everything else. But no one stopped her and said, hey, are you sure you want to go through with this? And yep. she says... Every doctor appeared to be afraid to ask me questions. And that's the issue. The issue yeah. becomes mm-hmm. we're now creating a toxic society where we can't sit there and say, hey, listen, is there, is there an underground issue here? Mm-hmm. Is there something that's deep-rooted? Because if you say that, you're, you're against this. Right. And then they will throw bad words at you. You might even lose your, your license to practice mm-hmm. as a doctor. Sure. I feel like we're getting to that point. So 
There's nothing wrong with, with, with questioning that, but everyone jumped on sick lefted, jumped on mm-hmm. 60 minutes back for showing both sides. There are a lot of people, a lot of children who are getting this done and they regret it as they get older. And those type of things are irreversible. And that's a major issue. I think yeah, we're, we're going to, so in, in the future, there's going to be a, 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 a I don't know. There, there, there's there's going to be a, a, a judgment on adults of this era for not yeah. not being the adults, mm-hmm. you know, for not protecting. You, know, you can have a five-year-old that wants to play in the street, but you don't let them. Right. You know, you're there to protect them, you know, in, in the ages that are making the most vulnerable decisions. And, uh, you know, a week ago, you had some tweets of, of some of the, the, the drag queen dance parties. Mm-hmm. You know that that went out, and they, you know they went viral. They were on Telegram and everywhere else. But yeah. you know, but there's mothers there. This didn't happen at school behind their back. That really concerns me. But this is another level. We have mothers taking their children to a club that's 21 and over that serves alcohol yeah. and putting dollar bills inside of the underpants of drag queen men. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is th- this very this is not serving the no. child's best interests long term. And I don't know who yeah. it serves or why. It's a, it's a baffling thing to me because we normally address this in the school environment where it's happening behind the parents' back. But yeah. there's another level of 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 I don't know. I, I can't explain it. Of, of of mothers taking their children to not even the libraries at at a, 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 a serving alcohol in adult environment. You know, doing things yeah. that you couldn't put on on YouTube or anywhere else. That's it's right. it's a uh, it's an interesting time that we're in, and you know, I think there's there's going to become just a, a bigger. Um, push and more polarization in, mm-hmm. in our country because of those things. But I don't believe that's the majority. I think it is still a, a, a minority at this moment, but we are planting a lot of seeds in, in the foundation of our future. Yeah. Yeah. It's deeply concerning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we actually aired that footage and we had two people who were at the uh, drag queen event in Dallas, Texas over the weekend. And we had Alex Stein and Isabella Riley on They're both there. Alex Stein is, is the comedian, Blaze TV contributor, who was um, was dragged out and kicked out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. They assaulted him as well. And Isabella was there, and she was filming, but they had they were, like, trying to find the conservatives in the audience. And so she was talking about how she had a fake laugh, like, this is the greatest thing ever, while filming everything. Oh, wow. I mean, it's parents who are encouraging it. And Alex Stein went to the police, the Dallas police, and said, why are you letting children into the bar? Mm-hmm. Right. And... They said nothing. They said nothing. Children are not meant to be in bars. No. The sign that was even behind the stage was repulsive. And we, because yeah. I showed it on air, we, mm-hmm. we flashed it up on our screen because, you know, it's, a, it's an adult show. But we're not really right. a children's news show. Right. Uh, we got feedback from viewers telling us that that was inappropriate. That we shouldn't even show the sign. But no, you shouldn't see the sign because you have to see the sign. You have to right. see what's wrong with this. Yes. So I'm going to show you. So I'm not going to blur it out. Uh, it wasn't a curse word. It was just disgusting. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, we've got to have these discussions. You can't, you can't stray away from it or be afraid to talk about it. But that yep. time is the most repulsive part in all of it. And uh, but that's what parents apparently think is appropriate to bring their children to. Mm-hmm. And it's disgusting. And I hope it really does not become the norm. I totally agree. Wow. This has gone so fast. I really have loved going through the, your tweets, but also getting your side of it and hearing more about cut. it. I like that. That we was could, really we could cool. Do a, we could do a three-hour Joe Rogan special just with her. Oh, we could. Just all no day. No doubt about it. Yeah, let's do it. I got, I've got nothing but time today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We'd love Thank to do this, this so regularly. I, I want the viewers, though, to begin the process of seeing these events and, and what's happening through your eyes of, of yeah. a, a professional that's looking at what is mainstream media 
talking about and then mm-hmm. what's the issue behind it. The way that you break it down is a gift. I encourage again all flyover family, follow her at Brianna Morello at, at Twitter. Um and then and then absolute truth. Mm-hmm. If you want some absolute truth, go to the the, mm-hmm. the Emerald Robinson show. She's a part of that scripting, working on it with Emerald. Um, I'm thankful for what you're doing to help keep America's mind sane and clear in this crazy time. Thank you. We're thankful for the both of you as well. We love when you guys come on and join us. Uh, it's always a great discussion, Thank and I, I love the chemistry between you two. It, it's the best. I mean, literally, you guys just pick up right where the other one dropped off, and it's just a natural flow of things. So it's always great to watch, and it's always great to join you guys. Two-headed monster. There we go. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. I hate to brag, but in 2004, I was awarded the number one dad trophy now there's a lot of dads in the world i do take pride that i did my best but i don't know if it's really the number one but that's what the academy uh chose i was i was was presented with but you know if your dad may not be the number one but he's the number two dad in the the world his big day is coming up we want to make a little reminder here flyover conservatives take care of dad take care of dad even if he's just like an okay dad just like oh my gosh i guess he's trying all right you know even if you're just so reconciling your relationship with the guy you know it's like hey Dad day. Dad day coming up. And you're wondering, like, why is dad always so grumpy? Maybe his feet are uncoupled. Maybe he needs some slippers. That is exactly right. You can go to MyPillow.com forward slash flyover and get the slippers right now for $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash flyover. They're on special. Take care. If dad's feet are happy, maybe he'll be a little happier and a little better dad. Possibly number one. Yes. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. <laughs>